Welcome to The Unstoppable Show. I'm your host, Jenny Lane, and I'm here to help you become unstoppable in your small business so that you create a money-making brand that changes yours and your family's life for good. This show is perfectly suited to female entrepreneurs working from home, growing small profitable businesses in the online space. Let's dive in to this episode. Hello and welcome to this episode where I'm going to be talking about the challenge of business. This is something that I recently shared and spoke about in my weekly live Monday Business Blast and that live is free to attend. It takes place on Zoom at 9.30am GMT every single Monday. And each week I share all sorts of tips related to growing a business in the online space. And if you want to get in on those free live sessions that are a deeper dive look at business with me by your side, you can go to the link around the podcast description somewhere and you'll be able to jump onto those Monday lives going forwards from here. So in this particular Monday Business Blast, I was talking about the challenge of business because I know a lot of the ladies that are in my community, in my tribe, really struggle on a day-to-day basis with all sorts of things relating to growing a brand online. And rightly so, because there are so many moving parts to growing an online business successfully. And of course, a lot of the ladies that are in my community, like you are and like me, are trying to grow a business with all of the responsibilities that comes with that but with all of the other responsibilities that are going on in our lives as well, the childcare, the parents, the friends, and hooking up with them, the taking care of the house, the bill paying, the going and getting the car fixed, the supermarket shopping, the laundry, the dishwasher, the dog, the cat, the fish, the after-school clubs. There's a massive amount of pieces that we are juggling in our daily lives. And within that, we're trying to grow a business as well. So first of all, I want to applaud you. I want to applaud you for even having made the effort to step into the online space and to try and turn your business dream into something that is a reality, that is successful, that changes yours and your family's life for the better. Just the fact that you have actually made the decision to do that sets you apart from like 95% of the population He will never give this business growing a go. He will stay in the relative safety, although it's not even safe these days, of a nine to five job. So I don't want you to underestimate just the monumental decision you've made to try to grow a business in the first place. And, And I truly do applaud you for that. I'm here for you. I want to help support you in that journey as much as I possibly can. And the best way for you to do that is to follow that link that is somewhere around this podcast episode to jump onto my list, join my inner circle of VIP ladies, and um, you'll get access to me on a much deeper level, including through my free Live Monday uh, business blasts. So let's move on to the challenge of business. Raise a hand, raise a hand real high if you find building a business challenging every single day. Now look, there may be parts of your business that you kind of can go with and find fairly easy to deal with. And there may be other parts of your business that you find unbelievably challenging. And I want you to think about what those areas are. Because the areas of your business that you find most challenging 
are probably the areas of your business that need most attention. And quite often what we can do in our businesses is we stay in our safety zone. We stay in that safe place of doing all the things in our business that come quite naturally and quite comfortably to us. And we set to one side the things that are tougher, harder, more challenging, more uncomfortable. But without a shadow of a doubt, those challenging things that you find in business are the things that you are going to have to deal with at some point (laughs) if you really want your business to continue to grow. So in this episode, I'm going to touch on three key areas that I see most female business owners struggle with and who, you know, areas that they find most challenging. The first one is tech. Now, look, part of growing a business in the online space means that we are now and in the future going to have to invest in all sorts of different pieces of tech to bring all of the kind of the jigsaw pieces of our business together to fit together well to create the best experience for our customers, our clients, our audience. And I have many conversations with female business owners who tell me that they are crap at tech. And those are the words that are generally always out of their mouth. I'm crap at tech. I find te- I find learning tech really hard. I really struggle with it. It's not my thing. It's not my zone of genius. And it just really frustrates the hell out of me because I just can't ever seem to get the hang of it. Now, one of the things that I want you to be mindful of, ladies, is when you start to have those conversations with yourself or with me about how you are crap at tech, what you are creating is kind of almost almost this self-fulfilling prophecy. And if you continue to convince yourself that you are crap at tech, inevitably, crap at tech you will be. Tech is never going to be easy. I don't find it easy and I'm good at tech. I, you know, tech is one of my zones of genius. But even with that said, over the years that I've been building Female Entrepreneur School, I have torn my hair out on so many occasions, just trying to wrap my head about around different tech. You know, the tech that I run my website on, the tech that I've got my mailing list on, the tech that is inside my app, the tech that is linked to social, the tech that is about social schedulers, the tech that is like, you know, your video editors or your creative editors like Canva, for example. All of those things I've had frustrations with where I've thought, oh my God, This is so complicated to learn. But what I have never done is said to myself, I'm crap at tech. And I think that that is the difference. What you have to appreciate, ladies, is that inevitably, if you want to establish a business in the online space, you're going to have to wrap your head around tech. And what I would love you to do is to change your mindset from one of, I'm crap at tech, To a mindset of, this is a tech, this is a piece of tech that I'm going to have to learn. And whether it takes me a day, whether it takes me a month, whether it takes me a year, I'm going to stick with this tech until I've learnt it. And if I'm not going to give myself the grace to do that, then I'm going to outsource it and pay somebody else to do it for me. So that I'm not sat here having those conversations with myself that are all around, I'm crap at tech. I don't want to hear you say those words And I don't want you to have those words ringing around your head internally as a conversation you're having with yourself. You are not crap at tech. Everybody can learn tech. I may learn tech in one week. You may learn tech in one day. Someone else might 
learn tech in one month. We all have different scales when it comes to learning different things that we need to learn in our businesses. But the tech is there to stay. And the sooner you make friends with learning the tech, the better it will be for you. And the sooner you start to have conversations around, this is just a piece of tech, like any other piece of tech, it's going to have its pros, it's going to have its cons, there are things about it that will work well, there are things about it that, that won't work as well, but inevitably it's probably going to have its glitches like most tech does. But I'm just going to show up and do my best to learn how to use this to the best of my ability. And if I'm not prepared to allow myself the space to do that, instead of having bad conversations with myself around tech, I'm going to outsource it and pay somebody else to deal with it for me instead. All right, so let's move on to the second key area that I see so many business owners find challenging, and it is that real big one, ladies, social media. Now, I lost my temper. a little bit inside my VIP group coaching chat group the other day. Not with the ladies that are in that chat group, but I lost my temper with how frustrating they're all finding social right now. Because a lot of them are saying how much their reach and engagement has gone down, that they're not seeing the same results, that it's increasingly harder to get traction organically, and they're having a proper wine fest about social media. Now, I want to touch on this a little because I understand the frustration. We all want to be able to show up on social media and chuck a few posts out and to get real traction, loads of likes, loads of comments, loads of saves, loads of shares, loads of new followers. And it can be really demoralizing when that's not happening and you're going at social media quite hard. So let me just say at this point, I'm actually showing up at the moment on four different platforms LinkedIn, Pinterest, TikTok, and Instagram. And I'm not getting massive traction on any of those platforms despite putting content out consistently every single day. I'm getting some growth, but it is teeny tiny. It's like trying to draw blood from a stone. But I have a choice. I can either let it frustrate me, knock me sideways, bring me down, beat me up, Or I can just keep learning how to get better at this whole thing called social. I want to just remind you, and I was a little bit brutal about this in my VIP group coaching chat group the other day, and in the live Monday business blast that I did, that you have to remember that social is still free. And not so many years ago, we would not have had these platforms to be able to show up and grow a business on. Certainly not for free. You know, 15, 20 years ago, if we wanted to grow a business, whole different ball game. We'd either have to have a shop premises or we'd have to be going to events. We'd have to be doing leaflet drops. We'd have to be paying for advertising in media. We'd have to be paying for direct mail. It would have cost a lot more money back then just to try and get ourselves out there and established. And here's all these social platforms saying you can come and use us for free. You may not get massive growth immediately on our platforms. You may have to do a lot of work on these platforms. You may have to be consistent about showing up here. But we're still going to let you do it for free. Every one of those platforms could have come on board and said, look, you know, pay us 25 quid a month and we'll let you use the platform. So I just want you to be mindful of that, ladies. 
You have to be persistent in learning how to get better at social. And that means not being afraid to show up and try different things. That means not being afraid to go and look at your metrics, but not be overly obsessed with them. That is the thing that I really struggle to get my head around. How many female business owners get absolutely obsessed with how many likes has this post had? How many comments? How many shares? How many saves? How many followers have I got off the back of it? And if they're not seeing the results that they want, they allow it to floor them. It's like, oh, I'm going to take a break. This is burning me out. I can't be bothered with this anymore. I don't know whether I want to be here. You're a business. You have to get your head into business mode and to see this as no more than strategy. Showing up on social media is like you showing up and sharing your story and then trying to get better all the time at sharing your story and trying to connect with your audience in a better way all the time. You have to make sure that you stick with this and that you don't get obsessed with the numbers. Go and look at content that's been doing well and repurpose that content. Turn a reel into a carousel or a carousel into a reel or do the same reel again but in a different way. Do you know what I see a lot of ladies doing? They put one piece of content out once and if it doesn't take off, they decide that it's the social platform is not working for them, that there's something else deeper going on, that there must have been shadow banned, which, by the way, shadow banning doesn't exist. And so they think that the social platform isn't working off one piece of content that's bombed. It doesn't work like that. It's like you go in and having a shop on the high street and you open it on day number one and nobody comes in. And then you think, well, this shop's not going to work. I might as well give up and walk away. You wouldn't do that. On a high street, you'd change your shop window and you'd make it even more interesting. You'd try putting some boards outside with some info on to encourage people to get in, the sh in your shop. You'd stand outside and you'd hand out leaflets. You'd go to other businesses to see if you can collaborate. You'd maybe do a free taster event. And you'd understand that it's going to take time to get people in your shop and buying from you. Social is no different to that. Social is your high street shop. It's just that it's in the online space. It takes time. You're competing every day with other similar shop fronts. And you have to figure out how to make this work and stop having those conversations with yourself where you become the victim. I'm no good at this. I can't do this. It's too much. This post bombed. I've lost 100 followers. I got no likes. I got no comments. None of that information is of value to you. The one question that you can ask yourself that is going to be of value is what else can I do to make this better? What else can I do to make this better? Better for me, better for my audience. One of the ladies, when I was sharing this conversation inside my live Monday Business Blast, one of the ladies made an amazing comment. Because one of the things that I shared was, look, you're focused too much on all of those metrics, the likes, the comments, the saves, the shares. And you're not even thinking about like the lookers. The lookers are the people that are seeing your content, but they're not engaging with your content. And those lookers are just as important as any one of the people that likes, comments, saves, shares, follows. 
because those lookers are checking in on your content and you don't know when that looker is going to become a follower, is going to get on your mailing list, is going to con connect with you to buy from you. I have so many ladies that have bought products and services from me. They've never engaged with my social media content. They've literally just been looking. They come into my DMs, they say, I'm really interested in your group coaching or I'm really interested in you doing a one-to-one -one coaching session with me. It's the first time I've ever heard of them. I'm like, who's this person? I don't know who they are. Don't remember them liking, commenting, saving, sharing. Because they haven't. But they've been looking. You have to keep your eye on the fact that it's not always all about the likes, the comments, the saves, the shares, the follows. The lookers are important as well. And at any point in time, those lookers can show up and start to like, comment, save, share, follow or buy. So one of my ladies said um, in the Monday Business Blast, said a really, really great thing. It's such a useful analogy. She said, if you had a shop on the high street and a bus pulled up outside your shop and 50 people got off that bus and came into your shop and had a look around, you would be thinking that was a good day in your business. And I said, that is such an amazing analogy because it is absolutely true. You wouldn't be sitting there thinking, oh, this business is just dying on its feet. Even if not one of those people bought from you and they just came in, looked around and left, they've been inside your shop and they've seen what you do. Today might not have been the right time for them to buy, but tomorrow they might come back on their own and buy a massive amount from you. You must remember the lookers and they're just as important as everybody else. Now, if 50 people came into your shop off a bus all in one go and they left without buying anything, then you'd sit there, hopefully, with your business head on. You wouldn't be sat there going, nobody bought anything, I might as well shut this shop down. Hopefully, you'd have your business mind on and you'd be thinking, do you know what? Nobody bought. What can I do better next time? Well, next time 50 people pile into my shop off a bus, maybe I've got some little free samples I can stick out straight away and say, hey, guys, it's so good to have you here. Come and have a look at these samples. Come and have a taste of these samples. This is my little, you know, healthy chocolate treat that you can make at home. Come and have a sample. Here's a little free recipe you can take away with you. It's got the link to my website on the bottom of it. And what you would be doing is making use of that time when 50 people are browsing your shop to chat and make connections. You give them a little bit of a taster of something for free so that they think, my God, that, that tasted, that chocolate brownie that's healthy tasted amazing. How do I make that? Here's a free recipe. Take it away. Give it a go. Let me know how you find it. Come back in and tell me or you can drop me a comment on my social media or you can email me. Here's a little piece of paper with the recipe and all my contact details on. Bang. You've started a relationship. But those lookers wouldn't come in and go out and then you say, shit in my shop because nobody liked or commented or bought anything. Social media is no different. So one way to look at this is to change your mindset. And instead of agonizing over how many likes, shares, comments you get, just decide to show up and enjoy sharing about you, sharing about your talent and thinking of it like the whole story of your business that you're going to share on a platform. And you're going to take it to a fun place and make it interesting and entertaining and enjoyable for you 
instead of turning it into this massively frustrating endeavour because you're over-obsessing about all of the vanity metrics all of the time. You have got to keep this social shit in perspective, ladies. Because if you don't, it will beat you up and it will beat you down. And then all you'll want to do is walk away when you're burnt out. I cannot even tell you how important it is for you to change your mindset around social. All right, let me move on and share one more tip with you, sales. I'm going to be doing a lot more around selling in greater quantities with the ladies that are in my VIP group coaching. Um, If you want to find out a little bit more about that, you can go to my website, femaleentrepreneurschool.com. There's all sorts of details there about my inner VIPs in group coaching. So let's just touch on a couple of salesy things here. Something brutal to start with, because if you know me well enough by now, you know I'm always honest and I'm always brutal about these things. You can take it or leave it. That's your choice. I don't have a problem. But if this is something that I see done so often again, what happens, ladies, is there are so many female business owners out there who aren't making enough money or even more importantly, profit. And as a result, they're panicking And they're thinking, I need to get some money and I need to get some money and I'm not selling anything. I'm not making any money. I'm not making any profit. And so what they do is they they go out and they put all of their products and services on sale to get some little bit of money in the pot. But I want you to consider this. Every time you go out there and start selling your products and services cheaper than they should be, you are educating your audience that at some point you'll drop your prices. And when you educate your audience that at some point you're going to drop your prices, your audience is going to think, why should I buy this full price when I can wait for the inevitable sale? You have to stop doing that. The only really logical times to do a sale, in my humble opinion, is when you've got end of line stuff that's been sitting around forever that you're never going to do again. Nothing wrong with doing a sale on those just to get rid of old defunct stock. And also, when you're launching for the first time and you want to do an early bird discount to try to get some traction. Outside of that, dropping your prices, you are impacting your business and you are educating your people about the fact that you are always dropping your prices to sell on the cheap. One of the ways that I see this done on social, which I'm honestly going to say drives me nuts, is five a Friday, 10 a Friday. Why are you doing that? Every single week, your audience knows you're going to show up and sell on the cheap on a Friday, which completely takes out the equation Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, when you're selling at normal prices. Why would anyone buy from you on those days when they can wait for Friday? So I want you to think about this and I want you to think about some reverse psychology instead. So rather than go out and tell everybody that you're putting your prices on sale for products and services that you have that are going to continue to be available, you go out and you reverse that. So you have to go out and you say, here's my planner. It's out on sale at the moment. The price is $39.99. You've got two weeks to get it at that price point because in two weeks' time, the price goes up by a tenner. And what you're doing then is you're creating that effort, that, that sorry, that FOMO, that fear of missing out. What you're saying to people is this is the price it's at at the moment, but the price is going up because it is actually worth more. That's a whole different strategy. 
that you have to wrap your head around. Super important point coming up. Think about this. When you sell, no one, no one is interested in your product or service. They don't care that it's pink. They don't care that it's got a shiny cover on it. They don't care that it is spiral bound. They don't care that it, it, it's yellow. They don't care that it does this, that and the other. The only thing that your people are interested in is whether your product or service meets their wants, their desires, their issues and their needs. So you must learn to sell by telling people how your products and services meet a need or resolve an issue. You have got to talk more about your customer, your client, your audience than you have about your product or service. It takes time to learn how to do that. It takes time to learn how to say, I know that you're struggling in your business every day. I know that you would like greater results in your business every day. I know that you are time limited and feeling so frustrated every day because your business isn't getting the traction that you can't cope with the level of to-dos that you have to go through every day in your business in order for you to get traction. It feels awful, doesn't it? And you are probably sat there every day feeling this overwhelm, this anxiety, thinking about all the things that you've got to do in your business and you're not getting a lot of it done and you're just wondering whether you should give up or how to just manage daily business life. I can help you with that. I am here to help and support you so that all of those feelings you're feeling at the moment that are really uncomfortable feelings can be changed to feelings of, I'm nailing it, I'm getting there, I'm growing, this is fantastic, my daily business life is so much better, so much easier, I'm getting so much more done. How would it feel for you to feel like that every day? I've got something for you that's going to help. Here we go, let me show you. Now can you see how I just made that little pitch, which is for my ultimate business planner, about the person not about the fact that the planner is pink and it's spiral bound and it's A4 and it's undated and you can put your to-dos and your daily tasks and your social media and your emails, your podcasts and your launches and all that in it. All of that information I am going to share with them and all of that information will be on my sales page, but it will still be wrapped within meeting their wants and needs. And you have to get better at speaking in a way that connects with what it is your audience wants, what they need, or what resolves an issue with the products and services you sell. Okay, sales is a massive, massive area in and of itself, but I hope some of that has been useful for you. Social media is a massive thing in and of itself, but I hope some of the social Tips that I've shared in this episode have been useful. Tech, same, but I hope you found some use from some of what I've shared here today. If you want to take that deeper dive with me, remember, easiest way to do so is to become part of my inner circle by getting on my list. And when you're on my list, you'll get invitations to every one of my free Monday lives, my Monday business blast. You'll also receive two fantastic newsletters from me each week, packed full of sage advice to help you thrive in business. One is my Wednesday wisdom and the other is my Friday fempreneur. Both of them drop in your mailbox at 9am on those respective days. You can join hundreds of other ladies that are on my list, enjoying the content that I'm sending out to them, enjoying being part of my Monday lives. 
All you need to do is to go to the link around this podcast episode and um, hop on my list and I'll be in touch with you with some sage business advice to help you grow online. And I would love to be by your side supporting you in your journey. Remember to stay tuned because there are more valuable business tips and tools coming up in future episodes. Take care for now. Bye bye. Girl, thanks for showing up, being here and tuning into this episode. I appreciate you. Remember to subscribe so that you'll receive a notification when more episodes go live. And why not share this podcast with another female business owner who you know will get value from being here. I want you to stay on your business. I want you to stay committed to your business. I want you to become unstoppable in your business. And I'll catch up with you for more business success tips real soon. Take care. Bye for now.